0: Win some money along the way. So be sure to subscribe to the Ringer Gambling feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house, everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state, based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.
3: This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure with features like Available H-Track all-wheel drive, you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com.
4: Football show. My name is Danny Heifetz, and I am joined by Danny Kelly and Craig Horldick. And we are going through our must add players entering week 10. Week 10, that is absolutely crazy, bonkers, wild. DK is going to have his waiver column up, com The column will go up Tuesday. Our rankings will be updated for week 10 on Thursday. You can also follow us on Twitter, Craig's Craig Horlbeck, TK's Danny B. Kelly, everywhere. My Twitter's Danny underscore Heifetz. my Instagram's Danny Heifetz. So we're gonna go through our must add players entering week 10. Here's how it works. We're just gonna go position by position. We're gonna pick our top pick from the waiver at that position, but like waivers, only one person gets it. So then we fight over them. So we do trivia as a tiebreaker, because waiver <laughs> order would be really boring and arbitrary. So then we're gonna pick the other ones when you fail and lose and don't get the guy. It's not that complicated, I promise. Email us ringerfantasyfootballgmail.com if you have trivia questions. Make sure it's a number or just email us things about uh, Galileo or something we talked about or football or, yeah, fantasy court, whatever you want. Ringerfantasyfootballgmail. And then also at the end of the show, now we're doing Kai's guys where producer Kai has to pick which of our waiver guys are the best. And then if he loses, he has to try new food because Kai doesn't really eat stuff. So this week, at some point, Mm. we're going to figure out the details. Kai is going to have to try something. We'll get to yeah, that we at don't the know end. what
0: show we're going to do it on. Maybe he eats something on the power hour show, maybe on the on the preview show for Friday. We're still figuring out what what and when he will be eating.
4: We're going to hash that out at the end. But for now, football. DK, give us your number one running back entering week 10. Pretty bleak week on waivers. So um, yeah. good luck.
5: I want to preface everything that we say for the rest of the episode with. It's kind of a weird week for the waiver wire. There's it's not awful. A lot of really obvious ones, but with running back, I'm going with Keaton Mitchell, Ravens running back, very exciting player. What do you guys think?
4: What did you have, Hyvitz? I had him too, and he's the only person I think I would be like excited about having. And even yeah. then, it's like, eh.
0: I mean, he, he, once the Ravens were up by so much, it's hard to kind of take whatever they did to uh, as serious or as any type of sign for what's coming in the future. I mean, like Justice Hill had 13 carries, but a lot of that was in garbage time. Keaton right. Mitchell looked the best. Gus Edwards only had five carries, but they ran all over the Seahawks. And Keaton Mitchell, undrafted guy, he was on IR to start the season and returned, I think, three weeks ago and it's kind of slowly been worked back in, but he looked awesome. He had 130 plus yards on what nine or 10 touches. So uh, I, I'm going with the same, but it, I, he could have two carries next week. They're also playing Cleveland next week. I don't so know. That's the
4: thing. Some, we were like, definitely grab these people. Like there was one of these weeks we were like, oh man, all the Joshes, there was Josh Reynolds and there was Josh Downs and Josh Palmer. We're like, look at all these Joshes. Now it's like, eh, whoever get a going to cut for these people, probably not worth it. Like, just keep the guy you're going to like, they're so meh that unless you really need to plug and play someone desperately, but I agree, it's it's not exciting because I feel like the Ravens are splitting their carries between four people, Lamar Jackson and then Keaton Mitchell. I do think Keaton's a- ahead of Justice Hill, though, now.
5: Yeah. Do you want to hear what John Harbaugh had to say about this? It's really illuminating. Okay, ready? I'm sure there will be a rotation. Sometimes it's by certain schemes. Sometimes it's by who's hot. Sometimes it's by who's tired with running backs. It just kind of depends. Thanks, guy.
4: <laughs> We've never done this. Should we all just quit and not take Keaton Mitchell? This is the <laughs> whack-a-mole. We were talking about the snip-snap. Just like... Well,
5: here's the problem. I don't think there's any better options this week on the waiver wire.
0: Well, I think the move is, is you go stash, I, I would say, right? Yeah. You you go get Tajay Spears, who's under 40% on ESPN. He's 41 on Yahoo% percent rostered. Like, go get him. And, and then if Derrick so, Henry gets hurt, you get a guy. Or Zach why Charbonnet. Why do we
4: do a, a really begrudging Keaton Mitchell on time and then we can go through the stashes? Yeah, and I think we just add the warning... Like, maybe this
5: is just also a, a stash. You know, this is a guy to put on your, you know, put on your uh, bench. And if it works out, it works out. If not, then you can always drop him a week or two from now. But it, he is, I think, by far the like most exciting running back that's out on waiver wires right now.
0: Okay. It is. I'm okay. Keaton Mitchell. Okay. Showdown time. Wow. <laughs> oh,
4: so. Come measure it with how Come excited on, you are. Come Craig. Uh, this email's from Joe. Joe. Joey. Joseph. How many websites JoJo. are on the internet?
0: What? Oh, for crying out loud. This is one of those like uh like you know, how much is a cloud way where I could go I don't even know how to answer. I don't even know how to answer. that. I, <laughs> I, I, know, I, like, I what genuinely level. are we talking
4: billions, trillions, I mean quadrillions? Think about the English websites that you know, and now think about all the other countries there are that okay. also have websites.
0: Also, dumb question. Like who who knows this answer? How do you find this answer out?
4: So I, I'm not going to lie. He's a hyperlink here and I'm really hoping it's legit because I felt like (laughs) if I clicked on it, it would be the dark web. And if not, we're going to go with the answer in this hyperlink, whether or not it's correct. Wow. I didn't know how to fact check this without finding the answer. I might sound like a
0: moron with my answer.
5: Are there more podcasts or websites?
0: Definitely websites. What? what?
5: (laughs) Just kidding. Come on. Okay. okay. (laughs) It just feels like there's more podcasts. All right. Do you got an answer? I have no I, idea.
0: I'm going to sound like an idiot. I feel like no matter the answer I choose, it will be way off, yeah, and same. you guys won't even be close to me.
4: Yeah, well, even, okay. even better. Let's just do it then. Three, two, one. Twenty-five uh, one billion. million billion. Oh,
5: Hyphen and I both said a billion.
4: Wow. See, look, I wasn't even close. Okay. The answer is as of June 2023, 1.1 billion. Wow, that's incredible. Look at us, DK.
5: How are we going to break this tie now? I want a Rochambeau.
4: Well, I,
0: for scoring purposes in, the, in our trivia scoring, how do I how do I determine who won? Here? We have we have
4: we have other we can do all right. Fine. Here, this one's from Ben. Ben. Okay. Ben. Based on data from the Social Security Administration's baby names database, over the last one hundred years, how many babies in the United States have been named Cloyce? <laughs> in the last one hundred years? Yeah.
5: I feel like we've done this
4: one. I think Shit. we actually have done, and I, the internet might might have happened, but I thought it was so good that I, I kind of didn't mind repeating it.
5: How many babies in the last 100 years have been named Cloyce? Yes. Okay. Do you know your answer? Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. One, one thousand. thousand. Oh damn
3: my it! god! We what? The same <laughs> All right. Well, yeah.
5: What
0: we have to stop doing is we have to stop picking these like really round perfect numbers. <laughs> you got to just start saying like one thousand and four things like
5: okay.
4: that. <laughs> I think. I, <laughs> I'll let you I'll let you tweak it. You want to go over or,
5: or under? There we go. Uh yeah, I'll take one thousand one. You take one thousand.
4: Okay. The answer is three eighty. Damn it. Cloyce. So I guess I begrudgingly get Keith Mitchell. You get to you take someone.
5: Um, let's see here. Let's see here. I guess I'm gonna go with this is just another stash, Zach Charbonnet. Again, this is a guy we talked about last week. He ended up playing more snaps than the Seahawks. The game script was so wacky. They're down big this whole game that it's like, I don't really know if we can take anything from what happened in this game. But I do think the Seahawks are gonna make over the second half of the year a concerted effort to get him more touches. So and and obviously he has a ton of upside. This is like a flex with benefits type guy. He has a ton of upside if uh Kenneth Walker gets hurt. So I'll go with Zach Charbonnet.
4: Yeah, I don't mind guys that if there's an injury, like will be you you can cut at any given point, but if they if there's an injury, they're just like you can play them every week the rest of the year. So it's like right. that makes sense to just have in a week like this. Um, uh, yeah. Craig mentioned Tajay Spears for like the tenth week in a row. It's like if Derrick Henry gets hurt, which <laughs> I know. science has yet to prove is possible, but if Derrick Henry gets hurt, Tajay Spears would be like a top 15 running back every week.
0: Can I just go with um third here? I'll, I mean, I'll just go with Justice Hill, the guy who you know is has been putting up seven to ten points a game for the last five weeks for the Ravens. I'll, I'll pick the guy who's who's. He's actually been there.
4: Good luck. Thanks. I, as someone who like has loved Justice Hill and been very confused why the Ravens haven't played Justice Hill more the whole season, I watched Kit Mitchell. and was like, uh oh, he's better than Justice Hill. <laughs> I, I like the whole year. I'm like, why don't they play this guy? I'm like, oh okay, yeah. So I don't know. I, the whole Ravens backfield has never made sense. I, I feel like every year we can't decide if Gus Edwards is good or not. We've been doing that for four seasons now. There's a world where if J.K. Dobbins have never gotten hurt in his life, that J.K. Dobbins is oh like the greatest running back of the generation. He's like a top three running back. Yeah. He's just yeah. like after Christian McCaffrey, he's just like right there. Can we just get like Rashad Penny on the Ravens? Well, So they can have another injured running back?
5: He was on our TV this week. Guys. He was.
4: We had two carries. I couldn't so- believe it. The other guys I will shout out, Antonio Gibson from Washington, I think for simple, he's done yeah. nothing. If he's on a team, I think you could trade for him for literally nothing. Whoever has him might want to cut him. It's very simple. Brian Robinson, the running back, plays a lot when Washington's winning and trying to run and kill the clock. And Gibson plays a lot when they're passing and trying to catch up. And mm-hmm. Washington was playing a lot of defense and their defense was all right. They traded away Chase Young and Montez Sweat. And I feel like Washington's defense is going to suck now. And they're going to be trailing a lot more. So Washington, like when they're trailing, it, it, Gibson actually, I think is going to be like flexed. Bowl. like you know flex the benefits as Dickie would say so you know the, what can I change my answer I want Antonio Gibson yeah do that because <laughs> like the Gibson has Seattle coming up then the Giants who so they'll crush but then he's going to be playing catch up against Dallas and then Miami like I actually think you might be able to play Gibson three of the next four weeks if you have to do it yeah I'm like yeah So I like that you can do worse you
0: said about 20 touches in the last two weeks all right Kai let the record state that I selected Antonio Gibson Bleak, though, man, at running back. Yeah, it's really, bleak. really tough.
4: All right, wide receiver. We're not going to lie. It's also super bleak. I feel like we were sustaining on a diet of like, you know, Rishi Rice and Tank Dell and and Josh uh, Downs. And look at all these guys. They've all blossomed. They've become incredible. But now we have nobody to pick up anymore. <laughs> DK, yeah. number one receiver entering week 10.
5: The, again, I always feel bad because this is like the sixth time I've mentioned this guy, but I'm going with Pop Douglas for the Patriots who, you know, just by a hair over a handful of other guys. um, But I don't know. His role continues to grow. He's like the de facto number one receiver in this Patriots offense. Albeit not a very good offense.
4: Craig?
0: Am I crazy because I'm going to pick a guy who hasn't played yet. I'm going to pick Quentin Johnston because Josh Palmer went on IR. (laughs) And I think Quentin Johnson's is good and explosive. And they have no Mike Williams. They have no Josh Palmer. And it is Keenan Allen. It's Austin Eckler. A beat up Gerald, old Gerald Everett tight end and Quentin Johnston who's like the only guy in this team under 27 years old. So uh, I, I just... Uh, I'm I'm buying the upside with Quentin Johnson. Pop Douglas is fine. He's probably the safer floor pick. But if there's a guy who I think can have 150 yards tonight and I might eat my words, it's Quentin Johnson.
4: I think that probably is smart. I'm torn between Quentin Johnson. So there's also Noah Brown and the Texans mm-hmm. who had 153 yards and a touchdown. And I'm torn between two things. Where on one hand, Noah Brown, 153 yards and a touchdown is probably not going to do that again, right? But then on the <laughs> other hand, I keep thinking Quentin Johnson does he have 100? How many yards does he have on the whole season? He has 114 and 12. So I keep going back and forth. But I hear what you're saying, Craig, where it's like second half of the season just betting He's a first second half rookie. Yeah. I mean,
0: he wasn't playing. He was just getting started. There was a Mike Williams and Josh Palmer ahead of him. It's like, to me... He could do anything, even be a Noah Brown. He could History even be box. a Noah Brown. Get out. Noah Brown hasn't done anything all year. He had one good game. I know. You know? I'll do p- Quentin Johnson with you. Fine. Hell yeah. And because the thing about Pop Douglas is like, it goes back to my to my... Terry McLaurin every catch is a miracle. Like I just don't want <laughs> t- on anyone on the Patriots. I'd rather right, just yeah. have the guy Justin Herbert's throwing to. I'll come That's back. understandable.
1: Yeah. It's understandable. All right, this uh, this trivia is from
0: Michael. Wait, Mikey? Oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the. I'm going back to high energy now. It is the Quentin Johnston. Shouts out, Kai TCU showdown
4: time. All right, it's from Michael. Mikey. Mike. It's about Luda. Okay. Uh-huh. You mentioned Ludacris' esteemed career as an actor in Too Fast, mm-hmm. Too Furious, and then all the way to Fast 10. He also has had a successful solo career, Grammys, number one billboard singles, all these things. A lot of features. He was in Glamorous by Fergie, Yeah by Usher, Baby by Justin Bieber, and at one point, the highest certified single of all time, Baby, 3 billion views. And so according to Celebrity Net Worth, what is Ludacris's total net worth?
5: I did not know he was
4: a producer on Baby. He's on it. He's on the song. He was on a, he was a featured
0: artist. That shows you
5: there.
4: how much I know about that song. That was a t- I think Craig and I were like 13. That's definitely like who it was for too.
0: That, that was my least favorite era of music when it was like pop star has a rapper do a verse in the big like like algorithm created rap, pop song. Oh yeah, that happened a lot. Yeah. Also, I don't know if that ever ended. Kendrick Lamar was on Taylor Swift's Bad Blood. It's like, what are we doing here?
4: <laughs> I'm going to go. Okay, I, 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 I'm ready. Three, two, I'm not, one. I'm not guessing. 70 million. Well, wow, you went really fast. I, I said three, two, one. I forgot. I was going to say 150. <laughs> You went three, two, one, and then forgot to say your answer. I did actually. Okay. Well, because DK said something and I was listening and I was like, oh, this is my spot. I kind of blew it. 150. I said 70. The answer is 30, 30 million. Only 30? I know. You think nine Fast and the Furious movies, you could do a little better than 30. Damn. I'm also like
0: 99% sure that most of these online net worth.
4: Answers are super yeah. wrong. Yeah, it's probably true. You don't think that you don't think Ludacris is like updating how much he's, he's worth an, on this random website? He's got an extra
5: thirty in the Cayman Islands. You know, so yeah. don't even worry about it. Can you
4: imagine if they were all right and that like the IRS and everything was just like, wow, we got to we got to use this? It just feels <laughs> like they're all low. Yeah. So you're saying I should have won?
0: Well, I mean, even if it's double, I still win. Even if it's triple, I still
4: win. All right, math guy. <laughs> All right, fine. You get, um, you get Johnson. I'll just take Noah Brown, dude. I, I like you sure. guys
5: are fighting over a player who hasn't even I know. played yet. Wait, I really hope he goes off tonight. Now,
4: what is so? I'll just take Noah Brown just because you know what? I don't know if he's good. It probably won't happen again, but like, what if it does? We got nothing else going on this week. I that's the extent of my analysis. The other thing I'll say, Michael Wilson, the rookie receiver for the Cardinals, mm-hmm. he didn't play this week. He's hurt. This is a good Kyler, one. Kyler Murray's coming back. It's just like if Michael Wilson and Kyler Murray on the fourteen percent chance that they actually have a really good connection immediately. Just have him on your bench. And if he sucks, then just cut him. But I'd rather have him on your bench and see what happens when Kyler comes back. Same for Rondell Moore if he's out there. Just take a roll of the dice.
0: Michael Thomas has been all right. I mean, sorry, Michael Wilson has been all right. Funnily mm-hmm. enough, he actually has been kind of like Michael Thomas in the sense that he's basically like three to four catches, 50 to 60 yards every week he's on the field. And with Kyler coming back, we, we need Kyler back because the the Cardinals are an abomination. I got to say... <laughs> I feel bad that the Cardinals are forced to play a game every week I look at the schedule and I'm like God these guys gotta play again <laughs> they gotta keep playing <laughs> give them a couple buys let them play 14 weeks just sim the rest of the season
4: Jonathan <laughs> Gannon really is Kendall Roy and like I was like him sitting on the side of the side with his arms crossed with the sunglasses and you know that when they started what they start like one and one or one and two that he was like we got this like we yeah. beat the Cowboys we almost should have beat the Giants we should be two and one and then now they're just it's Sad. My
5: impression though has not been the vibes are super ter- terrible for them for some reason. I don't know why. I'm like, maybe even though they're like one in seven or whatever they are, they've they've exceeded expectations just in how they've played. And so everyone's like, no one really talks about them or thinks about them. I,
4: I I think that you're right in theory, but you also have skipped the last couple of weeks, um, where. <laughs> Where they they lost this week twenty seven to zero to the Browns and ran forty one plays and gained fifty five yards. Okay, <laughs> but like that vibes aren't great anymore. It's Can true, you imagine if fifty five yards on forty one? You know how hard that is. How many plays was it? They ran the Cardinals twenty seven to nothing. Shout out Sal, Sal, on his bets on Sunday morning. gave out Cardinals lowest score and get everything. And the Cardinals ran forty eight plays, gained fifty eight yards. No, yeah. If you include the sack yardage, you take the sack yardage away. Right then yes, that's what happened. It's pretty bad. It's pretty, pretty that's pretty, pretty difficult. bad. Are we
5: going to see Kyler next week? I sure hope so.
0: What What do you think the point is of, of bringing Kyler back? I mean, I know it's like, A, if he's healthy and wants to play, you, you need to probably play him. But like, is this, is this just an audition tape for them to try to send him somewhere else?
4: Well, no, I think that you have, it's a new GM and it's a new coach. And like, you have to, you have to play him because it's like, I think you want to see him coming back from an ACL and you want to be like, you've heard about him from the outside, but you want to see him play and be like, Do we, we have two first round picks, maybe one of the first two. Do we take Caleb Williams or Drake? May, Or do we like take Marvin Harrison Jr. or trade, do we keep Kyler and pay him? Or do we like take a guy and then trade Kyler? Like, I think you want to see him for six games, don't you? So
0: you don't think they already know
4: what they want to do if they have the number one pick? No, no, no way. Think about it. You know what I've increasingly realized as we get further into this and I cover this longer, at the end of the day, the people doing this, they're just people. They're changing their mind all the time. Like, think about if you have the first pick in your fantasy draft, you change your mind. You're like, I'm going to take Justin Jefferson, and then like a week later, you're like, oh my god, Christian McCaffrey sounds good. And it's like it's the same thing. It's like Kyle Shannon. They trade up for the third pick. They're going to take Mac Jones, and they're like, man, Trey Lance looks real good. Meanwhile, the whole time, think the about is all probably the rounds either
5: could do. Yeah, yeah.
4: It's like wow. It's like I, I honestly think it's the same thing. The Cardinals have probably been cycling between wow Kyler, wow Drake May, wow Caleb Williams, wow Marvin Harrison for like three months.
0: They're just going to owe him a lot. I mean, next year, his cap hits $51 million, Kyler
4: Murray. Yeah, it reminds me of the Giants where it's like, well, who else are they going to pay? Are there three players in the Cardinals that should be on the team in two years?
0: Well, it's like the idea is like, you know, you go get a bunch of guys in free agency and you draft Caleb Williams
4: and you kind of start fresh. Oh, yeah. I I think that's fair. It just depends what you can get because at the end of the day, I think, I don't know, part of me is like, I think it's... Like you go get T.
0: Higgins and you draft Caleb Williams.
4: Is that better than Kyler Murray and Marvin Harrison Jr.? I don't know. It also depends if they get... The, well, to your point, it depends if they get the top two pick or not. The uh, Kyler playing them... The worst case scenario for the Cardinals is how they They go like four them, and four to finish the year. Yeah, he plays them out of a top two, top three pick, but yeah. also doesn't play... Like, he plays well enough to win four games, but doesn't play well enough that you're like, that's our guy. That would be a disaster.
5: It is it's honestly kind of a conundrum. Yeah. Well, it's not it say
4: it. Yeah, <laughs> I see what you're saying. Wow, that actually seems super possible. And the problem is that the Cardinals have the Texans pick and the Texans are incredible. Not incredible, but they're doing they're way better. Solid. than, better than It's not going to be top ten. It's like the Bears have the Panthers tanking for them, so at least no. The right Panthers, now, the the, you know, the Houston pick is 16th that Arizona's yeah getting. It's not nearly as fun as it was when you felt, you know, during the season they were they felt they might get the top two picks. Next up here, tight end DK is your number one tight end entering week ten. If you don't say Taysom Hill, I'm going to freak out.
0: Wait, is he included? Shoot, yes,
4: he's included. Okay, well then Taysom Hill for sure.
0: Taysom Hill is the tight end eight on the
4: air. <laughs>
5: He just keeps doing it. Four he catches, got a touchdown. He
4: this, he this caught weird. a touchdown and he threw a touchdown and he got eleven carries. He's Ladainian Tomlinson, kind of. <laughs> yeah. He's so someone's someone. Uh, Kyle Matson asked us, how far would you have to go back in time until Taysom Hill was the best player in the NFL? <laughs> Again, like the Smush Parker would like put Bob Cousy in the spin zone. Like how far back until Taysom Hill was the best?
0: Fifties. I don't
4: know. 60s? Probably like Sonny Jurgensen wouldn't have or Fran Tarkin, wouldn't have had shit on Taysom Hill.
0: Was it Sonny? Sonny.
4: Is it Sonny? Why does he put an O in it? <laughs>
5: Sonny
0: is often spelled S-O-N-N-Y. S-O-N-N-Y. Is it? Yeah. I actually <laughs> think all Sonny's
4: like the it Sonny? dudes. Is it Sonny and share or is it Sonny and share? It's Sonny, Sonny and Share. You maniac. What the What
5: are you talking what's about? What's the O for? S-O-N. As in
0: Sun. As in my my son. Oh.
4: But you say <laughs> that's but that's not Oh, I get it. This is wild.
0: You thought the name Sonny was named after like the the the, the giant star in the sky? <laughs> I never
4: thought about it. I just saw oh it. You thought oh, it was sun. Sonny and Cher? <laughs> yeah, I did. Sonny. This is the greatest. <laughs> How this is, the is greatest it the greatest day of my life? Oh has my has no
0: one ever said the name Sonny and Cher to you? You've only just read it?
4: <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> Sonich, that's absolutely know. nuts. I've Maybe. never heard this before in my life. Well, honestly, it might also be my parents with New York accents. My that dad's just is like, true. Yeah.
5: That makes actually a lot more Sonny, sense. Sonny Sani. Sani. No, wait, hold on. No, 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 Sani Bono. On, hold on. Wait, no. that, that's what you call him, the, Sani Bono. the
4: godfather, what's the, the oldest son's name?
0: Santino. S- Oh no. Don't
5: what do is call? it called? Is there no one's
4: name Sonny in the in the Godfather? Sonny. No,
0: it it is Sonny. That that's what's his name? Uh James Conn. Sonny
4: Corleone? It's that Sonny Corleone. What? Didn't you watch the movie? I they have. say Sonny. Sonny? He's Sonny? That's Sonny? Yes.
0: I feel like I'm I feel like I'm on like <laughs> Is he fucking with us? I'm on TV right now, I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, <it's, laughs> the J- James Conn's character name is Sonny, and in the movie, Vito really Corleone sunny? calls him Sonny.
4: Well, he just speaks weird. I don't know. I thought he was, I don't know. He says it awfully, I don't know. But, so well, I don't know. It's like, cause everything else there, like son O-N-N. It's like, I don't it, it, What other iteration of that is like, oh, uh, it's always like Anna, like, you know, Madonna or Donna, whatever. It's like on, I don't know. I read this when I was seven and I was like, okay, I know what sound that makes. And I never, never thought about it again. Uh,
5: just can't just, believe you've never heard anyone say Sonny and Cher.
4: I thought they were saying it wrong, <laughs> to be honest. That is just... Sonny and Cher. Sonny? Oh, my God.
0: All right. The Godfather one is the one that I don't get because you you assumed that the characters in the movie are pronouncing one of the other characters names incorrectly.
4: Just Marlon Brando. I don't even thought about it too much.
0: Just the main character. You just thought, like, he doesn't know how to... He doesn't know how to, like, speak to his own son's name. He doesn't know how to pronounce his own son's name.
4: I didn't think about it much. I don't know, man. Is this Sonny Corley? I don't know. Sonny. 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 (laughs) Sonny I can't it. Email us at, at gmail.com if you have So like the pitcher in the M-
0: MLB, Sonny Gray. You thought
4: it was Sonny Gray? Yeah, and he was on the Yankees. And I thought And you thought it was yeah. despite uh, the broadcasters just butchering it every time. I never thought about it too deeply. Now that you say it, but it makes a lot of sense. This is
5: a good prompt because now I'm trying to figure out what words I've been pronouncing incorrectly for my entire life. Like you don't completely ignorant
4: of it. We get emails about you mix metaphors all the time, and no. Yeah, I mix it.
5: metaphors all the time. That's a little different. I feel like than not knowing what sunny and share was.
4: <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's what we get emails about. We all. By the way, you never gave me a list
5: of the, the mixed metaphors because I'm actually curious about this. I don't. I don't deny that I do it. I do it all the time. I just was curious which ones I do.
4: They'll come to me. All right. Well, okay. anyway. Tight ends. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill showdown time. Emails overfantasyfootball right. at gmail.com. Also, Sonny and Cher Trivia. Sonny. That is <laughs> Sonny. What, what happened to him.
0: Sonny and Cher. Uh I I believe that him and him and Cher, he and Cher uh, obviously broke up, but there was a lot of like legal issues with him stealing a lot of rights away from her. Um, I don't know what happened to him. Like he died in a,
5: a skiing accident.
0: Oh, did he? But yeah, yeah. I, th- there's a lot of stuff about like Cher getting screwed by him. All right, anyway, Taysom Hill. Anyway, Taysom Hill, last three weeks, 18 points, 22 points, 14 points. Taysom Hill. I I guarantee you there is not another tight end in the league who has had a three-week stretch
4: like that. He's a goal-line quarterback. He literally, I mean, a couple weeks ago, DK DK was like, he's not going to run as many routes. Jawan Johnson's back, mm-hmm. and literally this week, Jawan Johnson lineups that end. And Taysom Hill threw him, he threw touchdown. him a touchdown. <laughs> I love that. it's all you need to know. Yeah. It's yeah. kind yeah. of like ridiculous. I
0: feel bad for Kamara in the and the. I feel like Taysom Hill is Cal Naughton Jr. and Kamara is Ricky Bobby. Yeah, when he's like, you're ruining my life. Like, like he's like <laughs> starting to just like steal his steal all the goal line carries. He's like living in his house. <laughs> he's living in
4: his house. All right, this email's from John. Uh, We're doing shut to Johnny. Taysom Hill. Did wait, wait.
0: It is the I, I love that by the way. I like the new era we're in where we're all very pro Taysom Hill. Yeah. I like it. It's more comfortable. I'm happy we're here. He deserves it. It is the Taysom Hill showdown time. It's from John. John's Johnny. Jack. <laughs> Don't start that
5: again.
4: Phil Collins' famous <laughs> song in the air tonight has an iconic hard drum beat leading into the chorus, made extra, extra famous by Mike Tyson, knocking <laughs> out Zach Alpha's <laughs> character in the hangover. Yeah. How far into the song is the drum beat? Oh, this is a good song
5: or a good question, I should say. Great um, question. Yeah, because he get he it's does far. like a,
0: it's a whole
4: spiel. It is, it is. It's a real slow build the up. Build up. I mean, the scene in the movie is like a minute, and the song is playing in like it, they're halfway through the song. I have my answer. All right. Me too. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. Two ten. Two and a half. One minute. Minutes. Four seconds.
5: Would you say? Craig? I said one, one minute four seconds. Craig said, said two
4: ten. Two ten. Oh, I said two and a half. The answer is three minutes seven wow. seconds.
0: Damn! <laughs> you know, my initial gut said two fifty, and I didn't say it.
5: That's a ludicrous amount of time.
4: <laughs> it's a personal song, man.
0: Talk about <laughs> things that like don't happen anymore in music. Like they right. do not make songs like that. Nobody does that.
4: Uh, well, I mean, "Bad Guy" by Billie Eilish is like the same thing, basically. What? Not really. It's a joke. No, they just switched oh. the song through. What was the what now was it? Three mode. minutes and something? <laughs> 317. That was just crazy. like when so they have like two songs, and they're like, oh, I don't know what to do with them. We'll just put them together and make it one song. That's basically. You know it. that
0: song Four Play Long Time by Boston? That's another song that takes forever to get going, yeah. but it's great.
5: Well, they used to do this a lot more in like the 80s, was they would like mix up the like structure Mo- of the...
0: Money for Nothing by Dire Straits. That song yeah. takes forever to get going.
5: I'm just thinking like all the butt rock songs. Of the '80s and '90s had like really ridiculously. What'd you say? Butt rock. Butt rock. Yeah. What's, I don't know what had, that is. We've had this exact discussion before on the show. I don't. Have we? I don't know if we have. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, we well, talked about butt rock. I, uh, what is? What is? Neither that?
4: Craig nor I recall. What is butt it's rock? It's like hair, hair rock.
5: Hair metal. Butt hair rock. Hair metal. Yeah. Butt hair. Like, like we're talking like
0: Kiss, like s- type music. Yeah. Let me let
5: me find what it says on the internet. So like Aerosmith like and moron. stuff like
4: that, or what are we talking? You, be careful about Googling butt rock. You Googled Red Hickey yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> that was this is According
5: name. to Urban Dictionary, a style of hard rock and heavy metal that is watered down both musically and lyrically to garner maximum radio play. Interesting.
4: All right. Well, I'm to Taysom Hill. So,
0: Craig. So I get second here. Man, I'm like tempted to pick Jonu Smith even though I hate everything that the Falcons are doing.
4: Well, Arthur Smith shaved his mustache. This is like, we should have started the show with this. Arthur Smith, Falcons coach, shaved his mustache. Oh, did he? Yes. All
0: right, then I'm definitely not going with Jonu Smith. God, I, the Packers are so bad, too, and they're playing the Steelers. I was thinking about Luke Musgrave. I, I think I'll go with Jonu Smith playing Arizona.
4: So I, I thought about that. My only concern is Drake London was out, and so Jonu Smith got the five for 100, but now I'm like, what if Drake London comes back? But he has a groin injury, and I kind of think he might be out again, so I think every week. He's,
5: he, yeah, Jonu Smith's going to be a boomer bust regardless, yeah. but I think, yeah. Solid,
4: um, I mean, it's pretty good relative to the options. DK?
5: you're gonna love this butt rock according to the internet I think oh. I was wrong it's actually like nickelback style bands ah like like bands that are big on the radio I was thinking like hair bands I don't even know like what the example would be Like, like. kiss
0: isn't kiss a hairband yeah
5: something like that I was thinking that was butt rock but or I, like I was poison
0: mistaken. or something yeah
5: exactly uh or like Journey even I felt like was in that category but it might not be at all is guns N' roses
0: Journey considered and hair sim a hairband guns and Roses
4: there's so yeah, many kinda. people screaming right now. Email us over here, fantasy football at Gmail, if you want to like scream at us about this conversation. All the ghosts who are just screaming. I feel at like us. I'm kind
0: of nailing it, but we'll see. <laughs> I <Like> just rattled <laughs> off like a ton of 80s bands. Hair was pretty. Good. Hair ma- hair bands. Um,
5: hair all bands. right. I'm going to go with, let's see here. I guess I'll go with Kate Otten, would be the third choice. It would be, be come down to him between Luke Musgrave and Kate Otten. So Kate Otten had six catches for 70 yards, two touchdowns this last week. He's had six plus targets. In the last three games. He's been like a pretty big part of this offense. I would say he's much more of a boomer bust style style option for, for the
4: Buccaneers, but he's also like always on the field.
5: Yeah. He plays he runs a true. ton of routes. He's he actually is like up there among the most routes run from the tight end position. So he's at least out on the field. That's can good. we
0: can we show a little love? This guy is not eligible for this for this competition, but he's kind of, you know, Dalton Schultz is a top ten tight end in the NFL now and basically had that one good year in, in, in Dallas and everybody wrote him off. And now he's just like back in Houston and revitalized and he's been awesome the last five weeks. He's been a top 5-10 in the league the past five weeks and just looks like an immediate... St- like like if, if you drafted Evan Ingram and you added Dalton Schultz, you're probably now just starting Dalton Schultz over guys like Evan Ingram, over guys like if Pat Fryermuth ever comes back. Like it's not even a question. Dalton Schultz is like yeah. back in the mix. And next year, I think we'll be drafted as a top 10 tight end.
4: I think I think tight end's fixed. I got to tell you. We've complained about tight end for so long. But next year, now, like, I think when <laughs> Musgrave, Dalton, Kincaid, uh, Michael Mayer, like, as all these guys, and then we get more in the draft, I kind of think that we're going to, at least in 10 teams league, it'll be fine. Kincaid I can't looks agree.
5: fantastic, by the way.
4: You're right. Dalton Schultz is the number one tight end this week, Craig. So, okay. Other guys, I will shout Pat Friermuth, you mentioned Craig. If he, you don't have an IR spot in your league, Pat Frymouth might be on waivers and he might come back and he's solid. The other guys, Hunter Henry, DK, talking about Pop Douglas, I I think Hunter Henry hit a fine week this week. I don't think it's a coincidence that, so the first two weeks of the season when the Patriots receiving core wasn't really figured out, Hunter Henry was pretty solid. And then he kind of like has done nothing. And then now Kendrick Bourne's after the season, Hunter Henry's back. I kind of think Hunter Henry might just like be the only viable Patriots player. If not, I think Pop Douglas, probably a better player, completely different player to what Dick is saying. But the reality is floor is just lower at tight end. I think Conor Henry might just be viable going forward. So this is the other person I'll throw out.
2: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house, everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state, based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.
3: This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure with features like Available H-Track all-wheel drive. You can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend
4: doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Going to get to quarterback and defense in some emails. But first, we are supported by NFL Sunday Ticket on YouTube and YouTube TV. If you're a fantasy football fan, NFL Sunday Ticket is an absolute must-have. And it's now available at a lower mid-season price. Now that it's on YouTube and YouTube TV, it's easier than ever to keep up with your fantasy team on Sunday since you can watch up to four preset games at once on multi-view. We've reached the halfway point of the season, which is great because now you can get the mid-season price for NFL Sunday Ticket starting at $174. The players... We will be watching closely in the second half. For me, Christian McCaffrey running back for the 49ers. Christian McCaffrey, 13 touchdowns, eight games. I remember when I was a kid, every year there was some running back like flirting with breaking the touchdowns record in given season for rushing for total touchdowns. Never happens anymore. It hasn't happened in like 15 years. No one's even come close. I, I think Todd Gurley came within like 10 and it was a big deal if McCaffrey's a huge season, I kind of want to see if he can at least get to like 25 or 26 touchdowns. I just want to see something, someone do something crazy like that again. Craig, do you have someone you're looking forward to in the second half of the season?
0: Yeah. Speaking of somebody, this, this, uh, this guy's actually playing against McCaffrey this week. I, I Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. I really want to see what Trevor Lawrence can do in the (laughs) second half of the season because the Jags have been good and Trevor Lawrence has been good, but more real life good than fantasy good. And so I I'm really excited to see if that can like Catch up and meet in the middle, and we can see the Trevor Lawrence from last year and in that crazy Chargers playoff game. If Trevor Lawrence can kind of get back into like the top five reigns that everybody thought he was going to be in when this year started,
4: DK,
5: I want to look. I'm looking forward to watching the rookie tight ends. This was a really, really highly rated, much hyped class for tight ends. And so far, all of them have been really exciting. Specifically, uh, we got Sam Laporta from Detroit, we've got Michael Mayer for the Raiders, who I think is still an ascending player. Dalton Kincaid for the Bills looks amazing the last couple of weeks, and he's like been a much bigger part of their offense. And then Luke Musgrave for the, uh, for the Packers has also been pretty impressive. He has scored a touchdown this last week. So I'm really excited to see what these guys can do in the second half of the year. A lot of times rookies really break out in the second half. So that'll be something I'm looking forward to.
4: All right. Thank you to NFL Sunday ticket on YouTube and YouTube TV for sponsoring this segment. It truly is the best place to keep up with all your favorite teams out of market Sunday afternoon games. And now you can watch up to half of the NFL season for half the price. Get NFL Sunday ticket for only $174 when bundled with YouTube TV, where you get even more football. Sign up at youtube.com slash ringer fantasy terms, embargoes, device and content restrictions apply. No cancellations. All right. Quarterback streamers like everything else. Kind of brutal for week 10. However, I will say Kyler Murray, if he's available, go get him. I don't just check. If not, Gardner Minshew for the Colts, he didn't do much this week, but the Colts had two pick sixes and rocked the Panthers, didn't need Mm -hmm. to. But now the Colts are playing the Patriots. It's in London. Like, I think Gardner Minshew's solid. Josh Dobbs for the Vikings, host body quantum leap. Like, I just, how could you not root for Josh Dobbs? And also, if he doesn't know the plays, he's just going to run. He's like Madden. it's like one read, just bail, run. So he's there. And then also Bryce Young for the Panthers, who, bad week, but he threw three picks, still at 12 points. Math guy, no picks would be 18. So, you know, there you go. Wow. Taylor
5: Heineke, I think, is playing the Cardinals. I think that's one to look at.
0: Silence. Nothing? Okay. Mm, you know, yeah, maybe. Uh, Baker Mayfield? <laughs> kind of frisky.
4: Yeah, just love love the quarterback of your youth. Just, you know, just don't. this. You don't want to be out here.
0: Sam Howell, if you can get him, 62% rostered on Yahoo. Howell is, you know, any given week can pop off for 25 points. He's averaging like
5: 50 throws a game. Josh <laughs> Dobbs, like, baby. A month. Dotson yeah. is back. Yeah.
4: Also, Josh Dobbs, I got a, we got an incredible email from Will. Will. Josh Dobbs, they flashed this graphic on the show, on the TV. Josh Dobbs is the first player with a passing touchdown and a rushing touchdown for two different teams in the same season since Benny Boynton, Benny Boynton <laughs> in 1921, <laughs> who played for both the Washington Senators and the Rochester Jeffersons in the same season. With, uh. He didn't get traded. He was a contract loophole. He worked for both. 1921 he just signed a deal with the he was working all right you want this the story's incredible went through the wikipedia for benny boyton okay first of all been called the second greatest football player of his era only after jim thorpe wow he sat out of the course. sophomore season of, of his football career instead served in world war one as a gunnery sergeant in the united states marine corps returned mm-hmm. to college captain of the football team and the basketball team and the baseball team led the eastern <laughs> colleges in scoring had all the 22 touchdowns nine extra points he was the kicker too then he left college, <laughs> went to work at a steel mill. At a steel mill, he was poached by a pro football team who was like, get out of the steel mill, come work for us. He went, played for the uh, Rochester Jeffersons. But then the Washington Senators were like, want to play for us? And like, he just signed with them too. And no one noticed till it was too late because it was so pre-internet. Played pro football, bailed on that, played for a third team. Then went to play pro baseball, went back to pro football, retired, <laughs> became a ref for 14 years, founded the Southwestern Ref Conference, refereed the first Cotton Bowl ever, what? the second Sugar Bowl, Ever then went into broadcasting, then went into radio, then World War II happened. Went back to the U.S. Navy Reserve. Was a lieutenant commander in the U.S. Navy Reserve. He was in World War II and World War One. Yep. Good lord. Named the Purple Streak. He was nicknamed the Purple Streak because how fast he was. Purple Streak. Anyway, One of the greatest. That, what a cool nickname. What a life. Seriously. Wow. How many wars did Jim Thorpe
0: fight in? <laughs> I don't know.
4: Why should just be like three?
0: So Jim Thorpe played on nine teams as a player in his career and across Dang. the many sports he played. Do you think
4: you could name three of the teams? Three of the team? Uh, three Ooh, of the uh, nine. Um,
5: Chicago Cardinals. Correct.
0: Yeah.
4: Wow.
5: <laughs> that was the last
4: team he played on. Uh, the There are all these teams. The New York Yankees. One's no. from Canton but I don't remember what it is. It, yep. it, they're all like different. They don't exist anymore. It's like the Rochester Jeffersons. It's like these fake.
0: Can I read you all the teams he played for? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I, I guess I shouldn't say it's nine because he played on a, a couple teams twice, but he played for the Canton Bulldogs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Honestly, cool name. Cleveland Indians, the Orang Indians, the Rock Island Independents, the New York Giants. Hi, Vince. <laughs> the, Tampa, the Giants. Oh. Tampa Cardinals, which is not a thing I knew existed. The Cardinals have played in every major American city. <laughs> It's did not
4: know Tampa. It's been bouncing around. They <laughs> migrate. God. And then the Chicago Cardinals. There you go. Streaming defenses. Just go get Josh Dobbs. Purple Street, Josh Dobbs. Defenses. If anyone dropped the Cowboys D, because they were playing the Eagles, just go do whatever it takes to get the Cowboys D. Yeah. And the Chiefs D also. Just go get the Chiefs. If anyone was like, oh, the Chiefs are playing the Dolphins, just get the Chiefs D. If not, again, streaming, brutal. Love the defense of your youth. Like, don't go out. I would say the Seahawks defense I know. Toxic because they were destroyed by the Ravens. Doesn't matter Playing Washington this week. Sam Howell went back to his ways, three sacks to the Patriots. I think the Seahawks are gonna sack Sam. I think the Seahawks that was, serious that was chance of double digits had in mind um, too.
1: It
5: doesn't it doesn't feel right to do that right now after they just got completely annihilated, but I agree with that.
4: All right. Yeah, you could do like the Bengals versus the Texans, but like I don't know, Seach straps too good. I would just do yeah, I don't know. I would just yeah. do Seahawks. Stick with whatever we got. This is a big moment. So now we we're gonna do uh Kai's guys, little Kai food section. Kai doesn't try a bunch of food. Kai's got to figure this out.
0: So every week, Kai chooses uh, one of us to get behind. He chooses the three waiver players that we picked, and if he is correct in in predicting the highest scoring.
1: Roster, he doesn't have to eat a weird food. But this time around, Kai, what happened? I picked Amari Di Mercado and he didn't play. That's what happened. Zero oh, yeah. points. <laughs> nice. So that was great. Full disclosure, I was driving back from Los Angeles, so I didn't catch any of the games. And so when I got home, I was just catching up on, on fantasy football. And I was like, oh, let's see let's see how everything went. And I just saw he didn't play. And I was like, oh, I lost. 100%. <laughs> Wait, who, over. who did you pick? So I picked Craig. Craig had De Mercado, Mario Douglas, and Trey McBride. The team... Oh, so you had two Cardinals on the team that had 58 yards? In retrospect, a really, really bad plan. I believe I won. You did win with 31 points. You had Chuba Hubbard, Rashid Shaheed, and Taysom Hill. So
0: I think Heifetz chooses the food, and then DK and I get to act as the checks and balances to make sure you're not going crazy.
4: Oh, I'm not going (laughs) crazy. I'm actually going to go traditional. I'm going to go sacred, uh, which is just indisputably the answer, which is I would like to revisit Kai's girlfriend, Astrid, emailing (sighs) the list... Where she said, just as a refresher, if you missed this, Astrid emailed in and say, hi, I'm Astrid, Kai's girlfriend. I've heard about Kai time. I'm so excited. He's finally willing to try some foods. (laughs) I think I have some pretty good recommendations for things he should try. And I'm going to pick the first thing she put on on the list of things she wants Kai to try, (laughs) which is mac and cheese. So have you never had mac and cheese
1: or do you just not like it? I just don't like it. I have had it in the past. It's been years, literal years. We need to choose something he's never had. Wait, two years or 20? It's been like probably 10 plus years.
4: Oh, um, that's pretty that's long. 10 I have had years?
1: forever, like legitimately.
4: I think I would like him to try craft mac and cheese <laughs> out of a box. <laughs> the SpongeBob shape noodles. Too spicy. I don't even know how to make it. They actually thought of that. They put the instructions in the box.
5: <laughs> Come on. I don't know
0: how to make it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying anything I can. Yeah, to get that, that, that ain't, ain't going to work. <laughs>
0: If we, if we were like cook a branzino, I'd be like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: mac and cheese. Can't wait. Honestly, very excited. He's just for this.
0: grimacing this whole time. He
4: just hates this.
0: So you're doing mac and cheese? Are mm-hmm. I feel like he has to eat it. Should we have him eat it like on
4: on pod? On, like, I think so. Absolutely. What's the why? Are we doing this if he's not going to do it on the show? <laughs> That's right. That's
0: completely true. Should we do it? Should we do it the Friday show? Should we do it Wednesday show?
1: I don't know. I don't know if my vote counts in this in this department but I feel like Friday just give me some give me some time to, to just digest I think we need to no give him a couple
0: days to go buy the food to prepare gotta get a cleanse
1: yeah to prepare. mentally prepare myself yeah yeah, yeah all that you stuff you can google all you can google mac and cheese recipes they're very very complicated <laughs> tomorrow's just a quick turnaround like I need some sleep before this right. you know I need to eat something that I like I love that he said I don't know how to make it <laughs>
4: The recipe is the name. There's two things in it. So you got to
1: now pick who you're, who who are you picking this week? I was just, I was thinking about it for a while. So um, we've got DK. You've got Zach Charbonnet, Demario Douglas. He's just been, he's been a, just been
5: a regular on the show. Fan
1: favorite of this, this pod. I love it. Uh, Kate Otten. And then high says Keaton Mitchell, Noah Brown, and Taysom Hill. That's pretty good again. Picking against Taysom Hill feels like the wrong move, (laughs) but I might do it. Craig Scott, Antonio Gibson, Quentin Johnston, and Johnny Smith. Now, I will say, Jack put in an interesting point in the chat. He said, "How does this work? Is this Quentin Johnson's score for this week, no. next week, next next week? Because okay. this is
0: about waivers clearing on Tuesday, November seventh, or, or Wednesday it. the
5: eighth.
1: Okay. okay. So yeah. Okay. Well, with that, I'm not going to go back to the well because Craig burned me last week. I'm going to go with fits. Yeah, that's shit, a good choice. I'm going to bet on Taysom Hill.
5: My picks this week are dog shit. Damn it. <laughs>
1: I really was about to go back to the well with Craig. I was like Quentin Johnson. I know let's you're going to be scorned uh. by
4: TCU, and you're going to have to eat a date. Kai, what if Quentin Johnson goes <laughs> off and you picked against them? How dumb are you going to feel? You should pick. Oh, Quentin it's going to be
1: doubly awful there. You should pick Craig. Um, but team. I did that last week. I picked De yeah, uh, Mercado and got burned. So what happens if I win? We just nothing. We haven't decided that either. We haven't ironed that out. I just it's I a win-win win for us. Normally, I get to have my <laughs> pop tarts in
4: peace. You survive one more week. <laughs> That's it. Spoiler alert, Kai. The, the the only L is the one where you continue to not know how to make mac and cheese for your girlfriend. That's the actual <laughs> true L in life. Yeah,
0: this is, this is all, your losses are really wins because you're expanding your horizons. <laughs> oh man,
5: I'm
1: actually so scared to <laughs> eat mac and cheese. <laughs> so you guys scary. don't understand. Expanding
5: <laughs> your horizons to macaroni and cheese.
1: It's been years. <laughs> so I'm trying to tell you. I, I cannot I, remember the last time I ate mac and cheese. I can't remember it here's what I'm excited for is I'm
0: excited for the end of the season when Kai's probably tried you know six to eight new foods and you know what he's gonna like one of them and he's gonna say I added this to my repertoire and -hmm. we're gonna be happy
1: it's all gonna be worth it you're gonna
0: love whatever banana pudding and you're gonna be like I eat banana pudding now once a week
1: my skin is crawling Honestly, I feel like we're starting out hot. Like mac and cheese is maybe to you guys it's love, but this is mac and cheese
5: is, is truly revolting to him.
4: Mac and cheese might be the most beloved food in the United States,
0: and it, and it might be the most like banal food. Like it is truly like a one out of ten. Wheat and cheese and butter and milk. Like a noodle, quite literally, has like zero flavor, and then we were just adding like <laughs> synthetic cheese that was designed to make human beings like it.
1: <laughs> Friday. I'll make sure I get mac and cheese somehow. Okay.
4: Somehow. Yeah, forage.
0: Whatever kind you want. If you want to go to a fancy restaurant, order it, or you
4: just want to get craft, That's fine. Good to know. We should probably get out of here. Yeah. Thank you, DK. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Kai. Mostly thank you to Astrid for her uh, yeah. support of Kai and the email. Thank you to everyone for listening.
0: So do you think these are just Astrid's 10 favorite foods?
4: <laughs> no, I think, they're, I think she put thought into like things she wants to kind of try, but also won't be... Well, actually, maybe she did think they're revolting. This super reasonable list, mac and cheese dates. Like, really? Bagel, cream cheese, Taco they're Bell They probably think she likes you, right? That she would like to share.
5: I mean, I think that's fair.
4: Thank you to Lieutenant Boynton, the Purple Streak, for, her, for your service. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, Lauren. Lauren. Thank you, Creed. Nice.
5: Buttrock. rock. Oh, Creed is butt rock? Apparently even though I butt rock
0: is ridiculous butt rock sounds like an SNL skit why is it called butt rock what is that I don't know let me check the best video of all time Creed Thanksgiving halftime show when he's like flying have you ever seen that video you've never seen that video of Creed uh, of uh what's the lead singer of Creed's name uh he's wearing the Cowboys jersey yeah
3: yeah,
4: oh yeah yeah yeah. and
0: then can you take me (laughs) higher (laughs) and he's like fucking on the wings of heaven can you take me higher? Now I'm, see, now I'm getting some
5: conflicting information here. I'm, I'm at a place called Loudwire, and they're, they're calling butt rock bands like Kiss, Twisted Sister, Def Leppard, which is exactly what I thought. That's like what I pictured, like Motley
0: Crue. I'm, I'm less concerned on what it is, and I'm more concerned on <laughs> why is it called that. What, is it but, but, Butt, B-U-T-T? This is an anecdote recounted in the Houston
5: press as listeners coined the term butt rock after a radio station advertised its programming as being rock, nothing but rock.
4: That is actually an incredible name. Well, I didn't know people were that funny before the internet, I'm not going to lie. Oh yeah, people were very funny. There were probably so many great inside jokes, you know, that happened before <laughs> but 2010. Butt rock, nothing but rock. That's, email us at gmail if you know inside jokes.
5: I feel like the definitions of butt rock that I'm finding on the, online are very
0: broad. I'd love to know what the <laughs> oldest inside joke is. Oh yeah, that's like lasted the test of time. Like, what is still around that was like an inside joke from hundreds and hundreds of years ago?
4: That's a good question. I think of like the Garden of Eden or some shit. I don't know. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna tell yeah. them they're naked.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's a bunch of inside jokes from the Bible that have. Do you think maybe with God was on. like, hey,
4: Abe, go kill your son on the mountain? And just he's like, oh my god, like, I was just kidding. Just elbowing his buddy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> just like the
4: OG <laughs> YouTube prankster. <laughs>
0: It was a prank.
4: <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah, email to ring your football Gmail if you know the oldest. Uh,
5: There's got to be some like joke. graffiti from you know like 300 BC <laughs> that has like a hilarious inside joke.
4: All right, goodbye, everyone. or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.